Well, welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads98.com, and uh, we're actually on the road today. But, of course, here's the thing. We are completely quarantined. It's just the fact that that, uh, family gets to share a little bit, and so we're here at uh, Eddie and Diane's house, and we're actually have included Stacy and Diane, and we're so glad that you guys are with us, but um, how's everybody doing? Doing okay? Doing hey? great. Yep. yep. Awesome. Right. Good, to, good to be here with you guys, and thanks for joining in, and here's the clinking. Here, I want to hear it. There you go. They're clinking their coffee mugs together, the two gals are, and uh, well, it's just really good to be able to share this podcast with them so that we can share community with you guys, and we're just um, really looking forward to our podcast together, and we are sitting around at a table, and um, it's it's just good to commune. So, um, as we get started this morning, um, we've been thinking about a few things we wanted to share with you as kind of as an announcement, and one of the things that we wanted to do was to make sure that we touch base with what's going on uh, with the online services. And um, last week, we were able to uh, push that video out onto Facebook Live. And the actual uh, platform that I had been mentioning for the uh, community out, uh, online platform um, had so many churches a part of it that it actually, quote unquote, broke <laughs> that, that part of it, but it was able to go out on Facebook Live. So this week, we're going to do that again, where we're going to push that out to the online platform like we had told you last week. So it's on crossroads98.com forward slash live. We're also pushing it out to Facebook Live, and we're also going to be pushing it out to YouTube Live. So really want to allow so many different types of platforms to get to you guys so that we can enjoy this time together. But um, good stuff. And um, so I I thought I'd, you know, before we kind of get into the the talk about Sunday's um, message and and what you shared with us, Eddie... um, what have, what have you guys been doing here at the Hammond household that have been kind of... I, I know, Diane, I, I walk in and I smell a little bit of paint. <laughs> been been an added, have you? Uh, uh, getting ready to start. <laughs> <laughs> and I swept in here and said, I want you to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> She's, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you can't see me. <laughs> and I, I'm not asked to paint. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we understand, Eddie. I've kind of moved my office here in the dining room table, and uh, it's a little different, but uh, we all are adjusting. Yeah. So have been, have been watching any uh, movies? No. Any, no, no movies? No. Not yet? No. We, now, I do want to share that, that we did, uh, as a family, watch some of the Peter Sellers Pink Panther movies, and we had some guttural laughs and some things like that. That's always good for the soul, laughing. Um so yeah, hopefully some more laughs to come as we are quarantined. Different things that are going on. Stace, what's what's happening in our house? You know, I mean, I could share it, but it's always good to hear your voice. Oh well, the boys are completely off any type of schedule. Go to bed when they want, sleep pretty late. So we've just been rolling with it. Yeah, we've kind of reined in on that a little bit. Little Talked bit. to him this morning about it, but uh, we said something to Jude. We said, "All right, buddy." You're going to have to get some uh, exercise in today. Are you going to go out and jump on the trampoline, or what are you going to do? And he didn't say anything. And next thing I knew, he was um, 
from the front room into the living room, and I'm hearing this. Well, we've got a we've got a body bag or a punching bag in the back that he wanted for Christmas two Christmases ago, and then and then I didn't hear that anymore. And I looked at Stacy and I said, "Is he is he punching that bag?" And she she nodded her head. And then all of a sudden Jude comes back in. I don't know. It's probably 20, 25 minutes later, and his face was beat red. And I go, "Holy cow, buddy! What have you been doing?" And he said, "I just did two hundred and fifty air squats, and I." Uh, spent 10 minutes straight on the punching bag. Hmm. <laughs> so, he so, said, that seems like a lot. And I say it. I'm not sure they were complete squats, but... But is this not what it's supposed to be like? Yeah. This this whole deal, we, we look at this whole virus thing, but it has really brought us back to where we once were at one time. Yeah. And that's finding things to do as a kid. And you're not on a schedule. You're not on a demand. Here at our house, you really go back because all we have is the antenna, the rabbit ears. Oh, yeah. And so you don't get a whole lot on TV. <laughs> yeah. And, and everything has gone back. But people have become family around the dinner table, around the house where you have all the, the busyness and everything going on. But this whole thing has been a total... Uh, a lot of craziness, but it has allowed us to go back. Yeah, it's we, and this is where we need to be. Yeah, we I, need to stop all of this craziness. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I, mm-hmm. I I was looking and thinking about that that they were talking about it right, mm-hmm. and I was doing a little bit of thinking about that. And I thought, you know what? On the positive side of things, it's going to help center, recenter and ourselves. We, and we need to be. We, we need do. to bring be brought back to ground zero. We really do. And and I think the family unit has just gone into a million directions. Yep. I, I completely we agree. We can't with you. even sit at the table, uh, let alone sit and watch a movie. Uh, but just being a family once more and yep. having that unity. Yep, that's that's perfect. I'm I'm glad, so glad that you brought a, a finer point in on that, and I think it's so important for everyone that this podcast goes out to make sure that they hear that. To, to think of the things. positive. There, yep. there's a lot of negative going on. Think of that positive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And honestly, that's what conquers any kind of fear mm-hmm. is those that positive yep. um, installment mm-hmm. daily, hourly, mm-hmm. uh, in our family, finding out new ways, uh, using creativity, using our brains, not letting you know the internet always be our be our creative side of things. But to, Are to, we not thinking we're in control of everything? I don't know. That's and right. all of a sudden, it comes to a halt. We are not in control. God's in control. That's right. And take advantage of this whole thing of, of looking where God has just pulled us back and said, now, let's reevaluate what is important in yes. our life. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's exactly right. Well, I, I, I know that Stace and I, uh, we talk as a family's parents mm-hmm. to um, some of the some of the extra interaction of what we want to do in the next week and a half or however long and and how uh, our interaction being very purposeful and we we don't always you know especially at the beginning of all of this we we're not always getting it right and and we've got other protocols that we're trying to take care of and then get back to but this little break and like even our spring break for the boys to be on um, and not having the online schooling at this time really helps for us to make that of adjustment. 
think there has to be a schedule. I don't think, I think that's a good thing. Yes. Think well, yeah, 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 for sure. Thing. Which is very interesting to hear my wife say. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm very schedule oriented, but. <laughs> that's great. Uh, well, it, it is good. And, and I know that um, with the processes that we're taking to just go into uh, these next couple weeks, we hope and pray, we, we are praying over you as a, mm-hmm. as a Crossroads family, as our community, uh, the leaders and all, that, that we pray that you are finding community within your own home and um, really looking at certain things to come up. Speaking of community and really wanting to make sure that we connect, we missed an opportunity. Well, it's 50% miss wasn't it? So if you were watching live stream last week, uh, we wanted to have Eddie, or Eddie wanted to uh, play the kazoo for little Weston, whose birthday? Weston Brocksmith. Weston, Weston Brocksmith and um, Ruth Heap's grandson. And, uh, and so the video got, it was on, but um, I think it's probably because you shut your normally shut it off because it's blast. Yeah, I've I've never <laughs> never had it on before. Yeah. I didn't realize that there wasn't anything picking it up. Yeah, so so it was a lip sync kazoo concert. <laughs> <laughs> you had to imagine you couldn't see it my lips. <laughs> so what we're going to do to bring this straight out for Weston is to redo it right around the old kitchen table here today, and um, and play Happy Birthday to Weston right now. I, I tuned this up earlier. So that's it. Are you guys ready? <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, USA. Happy birthday to you. That's awesome. Happy birthday, Weston. Yeah. I know it's a little belated yeah. now, but... Yeah. Sorry but, about uh, that. No, man, it's that's awesome. We love pushing that out. Well, I listen to you guys talk. I was sitting here thinking, uh, God knows what He's doing and putting these messages together a few weeks ago, actually, as far as a series. Yeah. And, what, and what that one line in Esther that really pops out is is for touches such a time as this. And the thing is that we have been so spoiled here in America. I do believe that. We take everything personal, and it's hard to get our minds off ourselves and the situation that surrounds us and focus on God, on His promises, His love, His power, because He's our only hope. It's always about God, and it's hard for us to, mm-hmm. to grasp that concept. Yeah. That Whatever happens in our lives, it's always, it's always about God. It's never about anything else. And you know, sometimes in that whole personal realm, we think we're the only ones, but followers of Christ have faced many such tests of their faith, and we're not alone in facing pandemics. The bubonic plague, also known as Black Death in Europe in the 1400s, then again it resurfaced in 1665, killed 20% of London's population. The Spanish flu in 1918 and 19, the H1N1 virus infected 500 million worldwide, 50 million deaths worldwide. 675,000 in the United mm. States of America. Uh, these I didn't realize some of these. 1957, the Asian flu 
H2N2 virus killed 1.1 million worldwide and 116,000 in the United States. 1968 Hong Kong flu pandemic, HN2 virus killed 1 million worldwide, 100,000 in America. And then recently, in a sense, 2009, the swine flu, H1N1 virus, killed 575, 400,000 worldwide and 12,469 in the United States. Of course, the HIV, the AIDS, has killed 25 million worldwide, and there's 1.1 million Americans infected with that. So when you, you, it's almost staggering when you look at statistics, but it, this has been going on since the beginning, and w- the church is faced with that. Yeah. During the Black Plague, I had read that if it hadn't been for believers, there wouldn't have been anybody ministered to. And they just kept doing it till either God took them home or they survived it. And it, and it's an opportunity for us as a church. And, you know, it, it, it's great that we have all this technology. Mm-hmm. But even in all that and all this information, it's a constant barrage that uh, it's how to face your fears because it's, it's, it's hard not to have them. So. And it's hard not to just find yourself clicking and turning on that oh, TV and find, trying to find out what came up next and what's the latest update and and a lot of that stuff does cause where the fear yeah. keeps oh. keeps fueled right yeah and so you know it's so important that I'm so glad you mentioned those those statistics because in all reality we need to continue to see that that the the world is not coming to an end as we know it no that's up, that's up to god and it's something that diana reminds me us all of every once in a while this too shall pass mm-hmm. it's not going to last forever you know well you know in, in, in that scripture uh, a sunday with uh, jesus in his hometown uh, he has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released and what what is more captivating than fear mm-hmm. there's two great motivators in life one's love and the other one's fear but they have both created uh, movements, love of Christ, and in the fear that uh, dictators and maniacs have used to control whole nations, a whole mass of people, you know, and that's the tool, or not the tool, that the thought that the enemy puts in our minds constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spiritual warfare that goes out, we know that uh, is not of flesh and blood. I mean, uh, right? I mean, that's the scriptures say that, and. Uh, we know that it's so vital for us to remember the put on the full armor of God and to continue to combat against the things that he hopes to just destroy us with. Yeah, I, and, and, he, and our human nature lends to the negative. And there is so much negative coming at us today that another positive toward this, it is restoring a lot of my faith in the human community because I am seeing so many wonderful things that are coming out and great hope from everyone that we we are all connected no matter what and I, I've said this to a lot of the emails that I sent out is the fact hey let me know if you need anything between the two of us we will make it happen mm-hmm. you know and and that's what community in Christ and the church so it's restored my faith in not everybody's bad. Not everybody's the boogeyman from what we're hearing. That's right. There are so many beautiful people out there, and the community of the church is just, it's just one of those bright spots. You're right. I mean, I'm, you know, Stacy, as you're a teacher, and you're working with some of your kids, and 
you you touch base with some of the seniors here lately and some of their concerns. Why don't you share a little bit about that? <coughs> Excuse me, hang on. <clears throat> well, they're they're sad. They're hard for you to talk about. Yeah, because of your kids. Mm -hmm. She's she's choked up. And guys, I don't know. I mean, Stacy's not the only teacher this way, but I want you to understand, she she's uh, embraces every child, every student that she puts her efforts towards, and uh, that's her heart, and I love that um, ultra sensitive heart, knowing that that these kids are missing out, and um, <laughs> I sure love you, babe. No, you're fine. Take a too much like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> not to say your mom's not emotional. No, She's not. <laughs> I can't talk about things sometimes. It's right. Hard. Anyway, they're sad, and the unknown is definitely worrying them. And it's not a selfish thing, I don't think. They they just. They've never been faced with any adversity, mm -hmm. hardly like not this. Not like this. Mm -hmm. Nope. We who have went through the Vietnam War and lost people uh, and was involved in that, it wasn't anything like this, but nonetheless it was adversity. America's had pretty much had it made here <laughs> last few years to a degree. Not every, not every American, but living here in the Midwest and being free of some of the maladies that's happened in big cities and on each coast where we've lived a relatively peaceful life so to speak but you know it's what Don Wurtzen said it really it, and in Neil Anderson the end those two quotes I used but he Wurtzen said the elusive monster of fear looks in the shadows waiting to claw my soul to shreds as one prone to melancholy I see its ugly face often when I'm struggling with the emotional stress of a difficult relationship when I'm afraid failure is just around the corner when success seems too hard to handle and on days when free-floating anxiety is getting the best of me. I think that's the key, free-floating anxiety, which we are surrounded by it right now. And like I said, we start, we start playing that what-if game. We're, we're, in, we're in trouble. I think know, that's one of the things that's been so hard, especially for students, is that especially when this all started to happen, things changed in five minutes. Everything is so fluid, and there is no way to plan, and that's very hard. Everything's impromptu after that. Mm -hmm. No script. You know, I was talking about phobias, uh, a circus parade of mental enslavement. I think that's a pretty good definition, because that's what... It, Did you make that up? No. I like that. Uh, I, I stole that from David Jeremiah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Confessing <laughs> that this morning. Diane <laughs> turned me on some David Jeremiah stuff, and I used some of it. It was really good. But yeah, it's good stuff. It, it, and that could be Swindoll. I use a lot of his quotes as well, but nonetheless, that's, you know, we all have them. And that's the thing. If, if you run into a person and say they have no fear, uh, they're either lying to you or mm -hmm. they're completely neurotic. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, right. we, we all have it to a degree. Mm -hmm. But here's the issue is what we do with that that's fear. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Do we let it consume us and drive us crazy or do we take it to Christ and... You know, my fears, I shared my fears that, how do I get through this? Well, I say, help me Jesus over and over. Uh, 
you go to God's word and, then, and, and, and to pray and allow the Holy Spirit kind of kind of calm you down a little bit. That's, that's how it works. That's so. another one of those benefits of this whole thing is that we look at tragedy and we know it's here and, and a lot of us are facing even deeper ones. But this takes us back to our main source and has always been our main source, mm -hmm. Christ. Yep. Christ, we've gotten so busy, we've left a lot of him out of mm -hmm. our lives because we think everything's in our control. But when it gets out of control, it brings us back to where? Christ. Square one. As Absolutely. simple as can be. That's right. You know. And this is a good reminder for us on a daily basis with the conflict or challenge that we are facing right now or not focusing in on the future response of our heart's desire because mm -hmm. God wants that relationship. Sure does. And when that relationship comes into fullness and our surrender is to say, Lord, I want to be obedient to you. He responds with such a, a fullness of his love and an embrace and a continuation of his Holy Spirit at work in our lives. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's an amazing and wonderful thing. So the next question is once this is all over, how did, how do people go about not losing this? Mm -hmm. Humanness. Our humanness goes back and repeats history sometimes. We you know, go how back. It's drawn me to Bible study. I've, I've been reading like crazy and discovering new scriptures. Always been there. Yeah, read them, right. And all of a sudden he pulls something yes, out. You know? yes. And it's because I'm, I have the time and I'm making the time. Mm -hmm. But we get back to the normal of the craziness and all of a sudden, he gets put back on the back burner again, mm -hmm. and we so forget. So I think that this would be a great opportunity for us to start that new habit, mm -hmm. to recenter, is mm -hmm. is that, and Definitely. then to answer maybe the question, Stace, is to say, okay, what are we each individually going to do for the next thirty days? Let's go ahead. We have the opportunity right now. Let's go ahead and refocus. No, don't let uh, videos or TVs or mm -hmm. or or other things take the gap let's purposefully take time to put in more scripture reading more time of, of prayer and then make it a habit it'll let's just say that it's 12 to 15 days from now well then at the time that's done if you continued with that you're halfway there 21 days that's it a habit. That's there right. we go 21 days is a habit mm -hmm. yeah. 21 days and, and allowing that to go mm -hmm. on before don't just think mm -hmm. it's going to automatically happen but you want to use those 21 days plus a few extras, so look at 30, but mm -hmm. 21 days doesn't seem daunting, especially when we're centering, recentering right now. Yeah. And yeah. what really helps? Get rabbit ears. <laughs> <laughs> On the TV. <laughs> On the television. Oh, with everything Get else. rabbit ears. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Well, what else uh, can... Uh, well, and, and when you guys were talking, I was thinking, uh, going back to the way, it, way things were, it's hard to stay out of the ruts. Mm -hmm. If you get in a road with ruts, you don't even you can take your hand off the wheel, and your wheels will stay on the rut. But Swindoll said a rut is a grave with both ends kicked out. So mm -hmm. to stand out and 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 starting these new habits, and mm -hmm. uh, and this kind of gives us a perspective as what Diana said in the beginning that we aren't in control. Things can go south pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take long. It's like Timothy uh, when he uh, Paul was going to have him pastor the church in Ephesus. I'm sure that he. He wasn't used to a big church, and I'm sure they had some fears. Um, this is what Paul told him, 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, of love, and of self-discipline. Mm -hmm. And that is where, that is where, that's where God's, God's taken us. And that's where, you know, he wants, 
That's why God is the answer to all our fears. If God is good and loving, and he is. If God is all-powerful, and he is. And if God has purpose and a plan that includes his children, and he does. And if we are his children, as I hope we all are, then there is no reason to fear anything, for God is in control of everything. That's, and, that's, and that's the thing. I thought this was interesting. Edith Wharton once said that she didn't believe in ghosts, but she's afraid of them. It's one thing to know something with the mind and another to believe it with the heart. Mm. Of course, I didn't use that clip. Maybe it wouldn't have worked, but I'm always thinking things like that. Is uh, Bert Lars is a cowardly lion. I do believe in ghosts. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> but that can go off on another subject. I don't believe in ghosts either. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I thought it, it's, it's another thing to believe it in the mind and then believe it with the heart. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. And they have to be, one has to go through from the mind to the heart. And then, you know, you've accepted it. And I was talking about that little, few little girls or a little child is afraid of the dark. In the room, you turn the light on and you look in the closets, look under the bed. There's no boogeyman. So you're, you've shown them that there's nothing there really uh, to be afraid of. But isn't that interesting from the mind to the heart? It doesn't, it's not very big different or distance, is it? But it is sometimes the hardest uh, traveling or filtering to get oh to my, it's, to help embrace that but when, that's when Diane and I was in Russia we had an interpreter by the name of Olga and, and one of the things that was interesting about that whole concept these were college kids that were bilingual learning two or three languages they were learning English and German simultaneously but when they'd come to work for Revival Fires Ministry and and do these crusades and us about spreading the gospel. Many of them weren't Christians, but through that, they came to Christ. The Holy Spirit worked on them so much that they either quit or they came yeah. to Christ. And that's what happened, and that's what this little girl said. She said, I can believe it in my head, but mm-hmm. I can't believe it in my heart. But you take a race of people, and those kids were raised in strict atheism. Right. They didn't have a Bible. They were told that we're all crazy and that there is. The Communist Party was the God. Mm-hmm. See, that's, I can get off on that rant as well as far as socialism, but I don't want to get political. But nonetheless, I'll never forget her telling us that, that she, she couldn't, she could believe it in her head, but she couldn't, and, and that's the heart's what matters the most because mm-hmm. that's the seat of our emotion. That's, that's the core of who we are. Mm-hmm. So, but where is it Satan taxes the most? Yeah, absolutely. Satan yep. is, is the mind. an adversary that he plants absolutely wants to try to go in there and steal, mm-hmm. kill, and destroy. And we sometimes think, well, physically, right? You know, but mm-hmm. the biggest adversary, or the part is where he can grab us individually. Mm-hmm. And that is truly what you just mentioned, into the mind, where he steals the joy, mm-hmm. where he steals anything that's not rooted. And that's what we're talking about, those 21 days aspect, like, for instance, that habit that, mm-hmm. that helps with that. But more so, that connection with the Father in relationship, understanding it's, it's not just because of process or schedule or habit, it's because of relation. Mm-hmm. It's because of the fact that the, the Word is living and breathing mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit is at work that way. Awesome stuff. So most frequently uh, repeated commands, fear not, over 300 times. The word afraid occurs more than 200 times and fear more than 400 and there's over 200 individuals in Scripture where said they were afraid. And we're not talking about bad guys. We're talking about the likes of David and Paul and Timothy and others. They, they had to learn the same 
things that we have to learn is to drive our fear out by increasing our knowledge of God. Yeah. So, and and that's that it's increasing that knowledge. It's too bad that we have to have the humanist part of us. It's okay to fear, but you got to know where you put your trust. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. and it's okay. You know, I, I hear people say, "Why well, I, I fear this." But God gives us these human emotions and feelings. Yeah, that's and, right. and so you're trying to deal with all of that, but here's where Scripture comes at. And I can remember telling my 201 class that I teach, every one of them will hear me say this, about memorization. Yeah, I was just thinking this. Memorize that <laughs> word because yes. I, I said to them, one of these days the church may not be here. And isn't it kind of weird? I mean, we're here. But under the circumstances of this virus that's going around, we're all locked in in the home. Yeah. And we're not being able to meet as a family of God. Yeah. And, and yet, it's the memorization. If we should ever have the Word of God taken from us, which can happen, right. you better know the Word. Yep. And, and you know, when I was thinking about this, right, when, when Eddie was saying that and then you went into it, I was thinking about what Jesus did as human, mm -hmm. as man, exactly. The devil came to him yep. in temptation. Yep. Uh, in the desert, and he what did he do? He tried to create fear, create like let's come on, throw you know, make these stone into bread. You're hungry. That's a mm -hmm. fear factor. You're hungry. Turn these stones into bread. He's trying to take that humanness, That's that right. earthly part of it. And what did Jesus do? He yep. turned to him and quoted scripture yep. exactly. every time that he was tempted that way. Satan mm -hmm. uh, was barraged and beaten with Scripture. And then what happened after the last time? <laughs> Satan was gone. Yeah. And because he, he, he just yeah. realized, he, I, can't, I can't fight up against Scripture. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't do anything. So it's so important. And I, you know, I, I think most of you know out there what my favorite two verses are. And my, it was my dad's. And I think that as a son, I... Because I admire my dad so much, I, I grabbed a hold of those two as well. And, yeah. and that's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Yeah. That, that obedience, that surrender in, that, in those verses. And I know uh, that you guys have got verses, not to say that you have to quote them right now, but it's so good for me as an individual to just be able to put forth the scripture so that they can breathe yep. forth into this whole time. That's mm -hmm. a great way to, I'm so glad you mentioned yep. that. That's good stuff. Well, I kind of down at the end, I closed with that Neil T. Anderson quote. Fear is a thief. It erodes our faith, plunders our hope, steals our freedom, and takes away our joy of living an abundant life in Christ. Phobias are like the coils of a snake. The more we give in to them, the tighter they squeeze. Tired of fighting, we succumb to the temptation and surrender to our fears. But what seemed like an easy way out becomes in reality a prison of unbelief, a fortress of fear that holds us captive. Of course, Jesus said in Luke 14, he's come to set captives free, which uh, those of us uh, who's been held captive by fear can be free. And then I, uh, I'd i be remiss if I didn't read this uh, Psalm 91, which I said, you know, became part of your foundation uh, when you Steve when you went through that wreck for you and sis those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty this I declare of the Lord he alone is my refuge my place of safety he's my God and I'm trusting him 
for he will rescue from every trap and protect you from the fatal plague. He will shield you with his wings. He will shield you with his feathers. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor fear the dangers, the dangers of the day, nor dread the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. <laughs> so, Those are some awesome scriptures, especially right now. And um, what a wonderful way to combat uh, that which uh, seems to attack. And there's so many verses, but that chapter right there in Psalms 91 is, is so awesome to, to read and to remind ourselves with. It's good stuff. Well, I, I love the way that, that this has all come out today. Um, Pastor, I always have you pray over the mess, over this podcast when we get done. And, and uh, why don't you do that now as we wrap things up? Before we pray, I just wanted to, to say that uh, um, I've, I've really prayed about the messages. And, and God has taken me back uh, to Esther. Um, and the tireless message is what it takes to be a queen. So I'm glad our two queens are sitting here That's right. today amongst us, actually. That's right. But I found these <laughs> quotes. These, it says, In many ways there is not a more powerful creature on earth than a woman. One man has noted, Women have more strength in their looks than we have in our laws, and more power by their tears than, than we have by our, our arguments. Another has marveled, Women are the poetry of the world in the same sense as the stars are the poetry of heaven. Clear, light-giving, harmonious, they are terrestrial planets that rule the destinies of mankind. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and the reason I did that, it, it's going back to that, because it's, it's almost, uh, I don't even want to put these in the same terminology, but it's, it's almost like a, watching a soap opera that you people get hooked on it. This whole drama as Esther unfolds, Esther and Mordecai and all the Jews in the world did not face a pandemic, but they faced total annihilation through mm -hmm. Satan. Not that Satan's behind this, which I, you know, I don't want to say that, but it's it's the way that God used those people in that life to overcome. And there's some lessons that we can glean out out of that of hope and and where we're at now in the world. And I I, I just think it, to take our minds off of the situation that we're in to a degree and put all our focus on God. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm going with, with that. Good so, stuff. Good stuff. All right. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for loving us. When all else fails, Lord, and does what we've all said here today, that we fall back on you, and you're always there. Your arms are always open. We can always fall backwards. You always catch us, and we thank you for that. And now, Lord, just help us to focus as all this swirls around us in this world uh, all the different phobias and anxieties and fears um, that we have that help us not to play the what if game lord but help us to play the what is game and that is you and yeah. all that you offer us holy yeah. spirit and that you're always there at our beck and call that you live within us and around us that all we have to do is call out for you and you, and you we sense your presence and we're thankful for that so i pray for a church uh, i pray for all the churches i pray for all believers lord that uh, that you keep us safe and yet in this whole uh, issue that we're in that we might be great witnesses for you 
us. That our family members that don't know you might see you in us so much that they, they want some of it. And, and, and those are neighbors or whatever as we look around and see what we can do to help alleviate people's suffering. We love you, God, and we give you praise and glory. We just thank you for loving us. I just thank you for our church. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, as, uh, as we begin to close this time uh, together, um, we just kind of wanted to put out to you that the way that we're going to go about uh, even getting that live stream out to you guys uh, through process is going to be a little bit different than what we did last week. Um, we had a protocol set in place and we worked with uh, the worship team and worked with, with Eddie and the media team and all of that and um, the way that we had pulled all that together. This week is going to be a different type of protocol and we do want to protect our pastor and, and uh, the way we're going to do that is we're going to record him uh, a little earlier. We're going to splice that in with the other videos that we're going to have and then we're going to decide on what we're going to do with worship because that's important and what um, we need to do with uh, the band members and all of that stuff as well. So be praying with us as we prepare. Uh, it takes a lot of tedious actions and a lot of time with those videos and a lot of ways that we want to try to bring these things to you on purpose for His glory. Not for what we can do for our glory by any means, but for His glory. And uh, we're just so glad that uh, we can we have this this opportunity to bring it over the uh, internet and online well ladies as we kind of wrap up uh you got anything more to kind of mention i sure appreciate you being here that is for sure our two queenies yeah <laughs> yeah we should have had a video when you when you said that eddie they were they were showing their their hands were crowns and, those oh, are quotes i can get behind <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll be here to women after that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, again, thanks for being with us, uh, gals. And thank you, uh, listeners, for being with us. We're going to get this information out to you guys. and Keep using call and post appropriately, and we don't want to barrage you too much. And I know I've been calling and texting quite a bit, but we want to stay connected with you as, as a community as much as we can. God bless you guys, and uh, until next time, until next podcast, we'll just sign off right now by saying, see ya. Say see ya. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.